trade with all of them have a solution. They create a simple common alphabet adaptable to most languages. Remember how easy it was to learn your ABCs? Thank the Phoenicians. They invented them. Now that you thank the Phoenicians, you're getting ready to listen to the Magic Our Way podcast with Kevin and Danny. And this is Fish Sean Wu, their boots on the ground, riding Spaceship Earth. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. Roll them. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of... Hey, it's the Magic Our Way Podcast, M-O-W number 67. We are back. <laughs> so how'd you like that? <laughs> I'm, I'm still absorbing it. What is that? Well, you know what? Is, that, we, is that an original? Yeah, that is that? an original. And when we first started the show, I was trying to come up with an original theme. And that's something I wrote like maybe like, or I was, I was fiddling around with like maybe two and a half years ago. And I was mm-hmm. gonna use that as a theme, and I was like, "Yeah, it sounds kind of hokey." <laughs> Is it like uh, Zydeco ish? I don't know, man. I, I was trying to make it skyish in ska fashion. I wanted something up tempo and just like oh, in your face it, and I, something. I was way off then. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. It, well, it obviously didn't convey well because you know it, it it just it just didn't work. That's why I never used it. But I figure, you know, this would be you know our, this is our kind of a relaunch back, uh, something a little historical, something a little different. You know, we got to Sean. Uh, introduction there man very cool he did that he recorded on space mountain i mean space mountain spaceship earth sorry so uh you know thank thank you sean for sending that in <laughs> <laughs> that was a look i didn't have a problem with that i thought the music was all right i mean i don't know about for a show opening but i thought it was good yeah yeah i, I don't i don't know if i'd use that theme I, that's why i have i have another one in mind that actually will sound better um, but okay. you know, it's like when I heard Sean's little uh, thing, man. I wanted something metal, but I had nothing metal ready to go. So I was like, <laughs> "Well, yeah, that's about as far away from metal as oh, you're it get. is, man." You know, when he said, "You know, <laughs> no, Jumbo Roll," was... I wanted the guitar starting to go. Let's go! Yeah, but that was metal. That was aluminum. No, I don't. I don't know if it was even close to that. That good, man. It might have been like, like I don't know. What's a bad copper? I mean, what's a bad metal? Like. Tinfoil? Bubblegum pop. Tinfoil, maybe? I don't know. Tinfoil? Yeah, maybe tinfoil is too good. Anyway, that was Reynolds, cheesy. Reynolds rap. <laughs> Reynolds rap, yeah. But anyway, guys, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on the line always, we have Lee, a friend like Lee. How you doing, Lee? Uh, good, good. Do you, uh, you want to get the listeners to guess where I'm at today? Oh, do we want to guess? Oh, okay, because I almost gave it away. Do we want to guess? Or yeah, should, are we gonna give, we give them the answer? Or we just, I guess you know we'll give them some hints to see where they can figure it out. Or I don't know. What do you think? Why do you how do you want to do this? I say let them guess because I mean I, I think you know if they can properly guess where he is, he gives a clue. If they can guess, we send them a prize. But is there, well, usually we do that off of background noise. But he doesn't have any background noise today. So are, are we gonna no, give them no, clues? I have to give you a clue. All right. So we're gonna have the listeners guess, and y'all just I guess they could either tweet it to us or shoot us an email at magicarway@gmail.com. And see if they can guess. Hey, we can figure out some little prize. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll 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 get all the correct answers, if any. We'll put them in a little randomizer thing, and we'll pick a winner out of that group of things, and we'll send you a little something. How's that? Does that sound? Cool. Does that sound fair, guys? 
Sounds fun. Good day for listeners. If you trust us enough to send you your uh, send us your address, yeah, yeah sure. man. I mean, we're not gonna do anything. You know, we're not, uh, at least I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right. You you may get uh, some marketing materials from. Uh, you got a friend in Lee Travel. Oh uh, yeah, there you go. You may get something like that. You may get a, a button, or you may get, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure out something. So anyway, all right. So Lee, you got this clue. If I had a drum, I'd give you a drum roll, but I don't. Um, so the city I'm in, if you were in this city right now, walking around the city, you might bump into Leanne Rhymes, Dolly Parton, maybe Taylor Swift. And if you're from this city, then you should know about Hattie B's Hot Chicken. So if you know what city that is, let me know. And we'll send you a prize. Now I want some chicken, man. That chicken is good. Hattie B's is good stuff. Hattie man. B's chicken. Tell you. you might have just given it away. I Maybe. think he did. I was going to say anybody with a Google uh, search engine that should be able to figure that one out. So anyway, well, if you think you have the right answer where Lee is, man, shoot us an email, magicro8gmail.com, or tweet us. We'll put all the names in a little hat, and we'll draw it, and we'll see. Uh, um, we'll see. We'll give ourselves a winner for this week, just to see where Lee is, you know. So there, yeah. It's a, this is our first contest, man. How you like that? Woo-hoo. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So fun. Hopefully they get harder. Hopefully they get harder. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah. So I want to give a quick shout out to uh, one of our listeners that shot us the email. Actually, uh, his name is Marshall Hyder, and hopefully I pronounce his last name right. But anyway, Marshall, he wrote in just wondering where we are. You know, we had a, about a bit of two week hiatus, a little bit of time since our last release show. And uh, so, hey, Marshall, how you doing? We're back, and uh, hopefully you're listening to us. Uh, he misses our show, he says. Uh, we, you know, we miss doing it, but, you know, yeah, we're back, and we're coming back with a vengeance, and uh, hopefully we will get a couple of shows out this week for you to kind of catch up and get some more rolling down the road for the month of March uh, to get everything caught up. But, yeah, you know, I got back from my – this is where what happened to me. <laughs> I got back from my Disney trip, which we'll talk about on the next show, and I got sick like a dog. I guess I got what they call the Disney, uh, 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 what do you get, uh, the Disney crud or whatever. So, so I've heard some other podcasters <laughs> talk about. You come back with the crud, I guess, with all the mix and mingling of all the different cultures and people and stuff. And you just, you're bound to catch something. And boy, did I. <laughs> I mean, it, it <laughs> caught me and it, it, it hit me like a brick. But anyway. You know, I, I would think the Disney crud comes from making love to an unclean musketeer or something. No, but, uh, that, that, <laughs> that would qualify as part of that. I sure, you know, that but I did not do that. Yeah. I guess I just breathe the same air. <laughs> I, I was going to tell that to Marshall there is that, yes, uh, Marshall, we are back and we will be, uh, we, we hopefully won't be disappointing to you anytime soon. Uh, this kind of thing is something that it's, it's a, a joint partnership and we have to account for each other's time and, and, you know, try and make sure that we're all together and able to record at the same time. But, uh, you know, this time I'm, I'm going to have to put the blame here purely on Kevin. Uh, you know, <laughs> partnership and aside, this is all Kevin, and I think I understand what happened here. I mean, he he calls the Disney crud. I, I call it Disney blues. I think you know, and I noticed this about Kevin when Kevin goes to Disney and Kevin comes back. He's a little blue. He is a little. He always is a little blue, and I think it kind of translates into his physical feeling. But he loves Disney so much, so hard that when he comes back. He always seems to be a little bit sick because I think he's a little depressed. No, there you go. I think he was a little depressed. He came back and, you know, because you, you know how it is when you come back from a Disney vacation. You don't know when the next one's going to be. It could be another year. So I think Kev was a little how depressed. <laughs> and, and, and he needed some time to go ahead and, and process this. And I think he finally accepted it. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I, I have to stop playing that because uh, you know, so we don't get sued. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, what's the rule of thumb? Like three seconds worth. Three seconds worth. Yeah, well, that was about pretty much all we had. So that was a bit. You know, it, was just, it, it was appropriate for. You yeah, know, boys to men ain't doing much else, dude. Don't give them any reason. Yeah, I like boys to men, so I'm gonna give them a little props and hopefully don't sue us. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Yeah, like now they're like men to middle age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, anyway, yeah, okay. the, the cure to the dizzy crud, man, is just to do more podcasting. You know, I would say cowbell, but cowbell is not going to help in this situation. So I just needed to get so off my butt and just get back on track with this thing. Were you depressed? Is that what it was? Was that de- well? Actually, I really was sick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we could say I was. You depressed. weren't depressed at all. You didn't come back a little bit, a little bit, a little bit down. Oh, well, I was down. Yeah, I was. I even posted. I think <laughs> on Facebook, I was ready to plan my next trip, but I haven't done that yet. Um, but, okay. <clears throat> yeah, there were, there's definitely some blueness in there from having to leave. You know, so I just I just abruptly leave. I just cut it off completely. I just I just get in the car and go. I don't even give a chance to say goodbye or a low and last hug or whatever else. You know, maybe a little kiss on the cheek. No, I don't do that, man. I just you know, bye, gone. <laughs> just out of there just like most of my love them and leave them that's it i just got it you know because anything else would be just hard you know i just can't deal with it can't deal ladies that money on the dresser is from kevin ouch (laughs) had to go (laughs) no go ahead no that's cool no yeah yeah but no seriously i really dig it so i'll talk about this on our field report show okay Uh, and and yeah i was really sick i couldn't even do the the sexy voice man it wasn't even happening i don't know what kind of voice it was but it wasn't anything but sexy Normally, I you know I get a little sick. I can still record, and I get a little bit of the sexy voice, a deep growl. I can't even imitate it right now, but uh, yeah, that wasn't even happening last week. I even took off of work. That's crazy. But anyway, I, I can whine about that in the next show. But yeah, we, we apologize, man, for a little hiatus. But we're we're definitely coming back. We're not going anywhere. We would have said bye if anything if we were going anywhere. But we're not doing that anytime soon. So yeah, uh, and don't worry, Lee and I would not let Kevin hit rock bottom. We we were always on top of him. The whole we were, time. We were like, ready, ready for the intervention. That's right. We were. That's right. If we had to come out of come to his house and drag him out and get him to understand that the trip was over and it was time to get back to work, we were we were prepared to do that. I need a moment. Hold on. That's really tough. <laughs> I just I just need a moment. Deep breaths. Is there anything else you can play three seconds Deep of real is, quick? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't, I don't need it. I can play the pointer sisters, okay. but that's not going to help. <laughs> I got. Th- I'm looking at my. Uh, How the do you have cube. the pointer scissors, sisters and boys and men just ready to go? I have. I, well, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I don't have my sound, normal soundboard. I'm using my laptop, so my iTunes is mm-hmm. up, and so I have all these different little things. Like I don't even know what some of this stuff is, but I'm. I'm not gonna play it because I'm kind of scared. So I'm gonna just leave it alone. But anyway, <laughs> how have you guys been? Uh, good, man. Um, I'm actually kind of getting a little pumped up. I have. I'm. I'm getting a little bit closer to booking that trip for uh, food and wine for oh, myself. Yeah? Awesome. So, yeah, I'm just trying to nail down a couple dates and, you know, decide what the best room I need and things like that is. But I think I'm going to make it happen, man. I really – I've never done food and wine personally. You know, I've always read a lot about it and things like that. And, I'm, you know, I'm a big food kind of guy. So I'm, I'm ready to uh, – I'm ready to go check it out, man. So I think I'm going to be there in November for the food and wine, try to match that up with a marathon, maybe meet up with some liners and some other friends and stuff like that. So Yeah, hopefully we can make it down there. Yeah. With you, huh? If we can do that, but I mean, would this be your first trip down there by yourself? Uh, well, I mean, it's I'll, I'll fly the wife in uh, for the weekend. I'll probably go down there and, and work uh, at my other job for you know Monday through Thursday, and then fly her in Thursday night. Oh, cool! And we'll just make a little weekend out of it. So, oh, yeah, that'd be, be nice. Fun. Yeah, that'll be really good. Really good. <laughs> well, while you're down there doing your thing in Orlando, you're gonna have to visit a a favorite place of mine. It's called Greens and Grill. Have you ever heard about it? 
No, I have not. It's pretty killer, man. So basically, you can go in there. It's it's healthy, right? So you can get yeah. a salad, a pretty killer salad. And you know, usually with most of the meals, you get some kind of meat that's been grilled. And so you usually I opt for the steak. So you get like right. a salad and you get some killer steak that they grill up for you. And it's just an awesome meal. It's in the Mall of Millennia, actually. For those in Orlando, okay. any of Orlando listeners, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, but I know they got one there in that mall and they got one somewhere else. But anyway. That's another top, but anyway, that's that's a tip. I actually put that. You know what I need to do? I thought about this on the website. I need to create like uh, our the magic our way tips that things that we like. You know, like I have my name, your name, and Danny's name, and we'll all put things that we suggest and we recommend. And so you know, you can say, hey, like our favorite things. Like I would say, if you're out and about in Orlando, visit the Greens and Grill kind of a thing. And so okay. maybe, maybe I'll do that. What's that? Kev, what's the name of the place where all the, the, the all-you-can-eat lobster? Because I've had this recommended to me. Like, I've always stayed on property. Wait, wait, wait. All-you-can-eat well, lobster? All-you-can-eat lobster is a place over there in, in Orlando that you can go to. Maybe more than one, but this one particular place. I can't remember the name of it right, right now. Some, somebody needs that. to Google that. Hold on a second. Wait, this show <laughs> just came to a halt because all-you-can-eat lobster, really? All-you-can-eat lobster in Orlando, Florida. Uh, my wife's boss recommends it to us all the time, but the problem is we never have a car. Right. Like the one time we – well, twice we had – no, wait. One time we had a car, and that was during our uh, Katrina-cation. Was it? Katrina Cation? No, 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 it was a hurricane. Hurricane. Katrina Cation means something different. All right, there's uh, um, three places that pulled up on Google. There's the Lighthouse Lobster Feast, or the Boston Lobster Feast, or the Bar Harbor Lob- Seafood. Does that anything ring a bell? The Lighthouse sounds about right. The Lighthouse Lobster Feast? Yes, because they always are in the mood to save some money. So they stay off property, they drive in, and they always go to the all-you-can-eat lobster feast Oh my gosh. Uh, over there. And I want to say Lighthouse sounds about right, but I'll, I'll double-check to be sure. But uh, you're talking about places to eat off of property, all-you-can-eat lobster. That's always intrigued me. If there's a way to get me off a of property, that's it. Oh, but, we're going to um, have to. If we go down there on our next podcast trip, man, we're going to – we're gonna because you know we're going to do a car this time because I uh, – we did the whole bus thing last time, so we're gonna, you're, you're going to give it a shot my way. Well, right. well, you know, you and I both went out there uh, recently, so if we go back out there to meet up again with Lee, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll drive out there. Yeah, in fact, you know what we could do? Because since we can, since you're on property, you can rent a car from that little Hertz place on property and just take it out for a day, and then that's it. Okay. We can return it. You know, that would be easy peasy right there. Good to go. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so if anybody in Orlando area, any of our listeners know what we're, t- or if you're not even from there, but you've been there, man, we'd love to hear from you, man. Send us a message, uh, shoot us the email, whatever, however you want to communicate with us, man. We'll put you on the show. But uh, all you can eat lobster sounds like a damn good idea to me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, just, yeah, there's one place <laughs> I like to go to. It's called Pio Pio, and it's um, Peruvian food. That P I O P I O. P.I.O. P.I.O. Cool. Peruvian food. And that's, man, that's one place that if we ever, like, usually the night we get there when we drive in, we'll hit that up. Yeah. Um, and we try to always do it once when we're there. And unless we're just strictly, you know, in 100% on property with no transportation, we always definitely try to hit that place up. That's one of our favorites. That sounds really good. <laughs> it's really, it's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, man, I think this is the longest intro we've ever done in a while. Pretty much. That's, That's what weird. happens when we start talking about food and me. Oh my god! Well, we we all have not spoken since the last time we recorded. So yeah, we got verbal diarrhea, man. It's going to be crazy <laughs> on this show. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm writing down <laughs> pee hole, pee hole, or whatever it was. And pio pio. I'm trying to get everything straight. Pio pio. Pio pio. Pio pio. Okay, okay. 
So yeah, we're good to go. Let's uh, let's start making some magic. All right. So enough of this jibber jabber, man. Let's head on to the queue. All right. First up on the queue, man. We got a, a couple of different uh, shout outs we want to give, and we got some a uh, couple of listeners that we want to talk to. Um, for we got a speak pipe message from one of our guys, and he's kind of relevant because you probably heard of him. Uh, or about him from the previous show that we released. So let me take it away and play the speak pipe message for you. Hey guys, Rich Hercher, a.k.a. Mr. Anonymous. I just want to say a big, big, big thank you from myself and my wife uh, for that uh, episode you did, uh, answering our questions about uh, what to do for a family who's a veteran of Disneyland going to Disney World for the first time. Uh, a lot of information. My wife and I have listened to that twice now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, I really hope uh, a lot of other people got a chance to uh, uh, glean a lot of information out of that, too. I think it was very, very comprehensive and uh, had a lot of great information in there. Uh, so thanks again to all of you, uh, three of you, and I uh, really appreciate uh, the help with that. And can't wait to hear the next episode. Take care. Well, thank you, Richard, man. We definitely appreciate that. Or Mr. Anonymous. I mean, I just call him Mr. Anonymous, but, you know, everybody can name I, I would rather the Mr. Anonymous thing. Can we just bleep out his name? I mean, yeah, now can. that I know his name, it's 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 like it's not as fun, you know? Well, from here on I, out, he's he is our only Mr. Anonymous. That, that, I mean, there can he, be no he other. He should be Mr. Anonymous. There can be no other Mr. Anonymous. So Richard is forever our only Mr. Anonymous since he was our first. And that's it, you know. That, that that that's that's just how it is. So whenever you hear Mr. Anonymous, you can always think it's Richard. But somewhere yeah. down the road, we're gonna do enough shows to we're like, who's Mr. Anonymous? And I'll say, you know what? You're gonna have to reference a couple of shows back, uh, show sixty-seven, and I mean sixty-six. I'm sorry, and check it out. So, but anyway, yeah. yeah so only his only his friends call him <laughs> call him Richard. Everyone else, he's Mr. Anonymous. Yes, that's right. In the in our in the Magic Our Way Dizzyverse, he's Mr. Anonymous. But all right, so. Richard, man, they listened to that show twice, man. So there must have been a lot of information on that show, huh? It was a long one. It was a long one. It was definitely chock full. Gave them a lot of good information. It was thick. <laughs> it was thick <laughs> with info, I like man. my shows. I like them real thick and juicy. Oh, just like <laughs> it was steak. girthy. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking a '90s song all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like them real thick and juicy. <laughs> all right. So anyway, yeah. Um, so moving on, we got another person we got to give a shout out to. Yeah, uh, Lee, you got somebody that you want to say hey and thanks? Yes, I would. Uh, thank you, Mr. Rick Sweddle. Uh, he just booked a vacation with me, and this is the first official Magic Our Way listener uh, hey. booking. So I really appreciate your business, sir. It's been good chatting with you. I know we've uh, been back and forth on a couple of things. Uh, we got the ball rolling. You got some good plans in place, some good uh, dining set up already, and um, I'm looking forward to working with you and making this a really good vacation for you and your family. So uh, thank you for reaching out, and thank you for booking with You've Got a Friend in Lee. you got a friend in Lee? Is it just you got a friend in Lee, or is it you've got a friend in Lee travel? Or or give us yeah. the specs of your whole new thing here, man. We talked about it on the one, one last show, so let's get into more in-depth, man. So what you what do you have going on? Uh, yeah, again, you know, I'm... Made a, made a move over to Magical Moments Vacations. Mm -hmm. uh, the agency is uh, Magical Moments Vacations. I uh, titled my agency, You've Got a Friend in Lee. Thank you, Danny. I uh, have to give you a shout out on that. That was a great uh, help uh, coming up with that name. Yes. And um, yeah, so uh, it's going good, man. Like I said, we, I got moved over, got a lot of um, support at this agency. Uh, and we do a lot of things uh, other than Disney as well, beaches, sandals, uh, Royal Caribbean, Carnival, 
um, you know, a lot of different all-inclusives in Mexico and, and what have you. So pretty much if you want to do a vacation, whether it be Disney or non-Disney, uh, we've got you covered. Yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, it's really good, man. And uh, if you don't mind, I'll just kind of throw out my uh, my information. Yeah, give me your information. We'll it. always have it posted in the show notes as well. So, like, do your Facebook stuff. And, yeah, just go ahead, man. Pip your wares. Cool, man. Well, after what we did for Mr. Anonymous, I mean, that we booked his vacation. After, that's why he had to listen to it twice because they were taking notes. Oh yeah, because we got so in depth and detailed. Um, so yeah, uh, I think after what you did for him, you know, I, I think this is. I think that's why Rick probably emailed you. It's like, wow, he can go that in depth with somebody who's not even a client. Let me see what he can do for me. Well, I hope so. I mean, that's. Uh, I can't uh, speak for Rick's uh, motivation, but I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, and if the <laughs> listeners are curious as to what show we're referencing, look for sixty six B. That's the section ha- second half of show 66. We're really getting to in-depth detail of the certain situations of Richard or Mr. Anonymous's uh, f- uh, coming vacation. So, yeah, check that out, and you can get an idea of what you get to deal with when you uh, have a friend like Lee. <laughs> and if you go ahead and, and, and contact the Magic Our Way podcast about it, when you have three guys, one of which being a travel agent, two of which being Disney fanatics, uh, we'll talk about your vacation for three and a half hours. Yeah, we could definitely do that. <laughs> we, we'll make a whole, we could probably do three shows out of that, but you know, we just, yeah. yeah when we start talking about the food, forget about it. Forget about <laughs> it. It's over. You know, we, we're going to go on forever. But anyway, thank you, Mr. Sweddle. And we'll yeah, be, thank you, sir. Thank you for, if, I mean, uh, thank you like for listening. To, uh, yeah, go ahead. If, if you'd like to book with uh, You've Got a Friend in Lee, you can reach me at 832-570-5490. You can find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash travel. L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. You can email me at lee at mmvagent.com. Uh, feel free to check out our Facebook, too, the agency Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Magical Moments Vacations Maine. No, that's a lot of information, but you can find all that in the show notes and get in touch with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. We'll post that also on our website as well, magicarway.com, and that way you can find more information on Lee's travel uh, services for you. So, yeah, thanks a lot, man. All right, so the next thing I want to talk about is if you listen to one of our field reports back, I forget exactly the number, and I apologize that I don't have that readily available, but it's the show with, it's the field report with Emily, our trip report with Emily and Blake, and if you remember, they sang a little song at the end, a little, for a little song at the end there, and uh, but Emily has started her own little uh, Mickey ears decorating kind of business that you can find on Etsy. And everything else we had, we po- I posted a link in our Facebook. So hopefully, if you follow us on Facebook, you you saw that. And I just want to kind of talk about it. But basically, she takes like you know your regularly plain old uh, Mickey ears that you buy from the parks, and she will customize them and decorate them. And she does a really good job. If you saw, if you check out her Etsy or you check out the uh, the link that we put in our in our Facebook notes thing, man, you you can check out the amount of detail that she puts into it, and she can make whatever kind of ears that you want. So. 
you know, instead of going out to the parks with, you know, your with that same old black hat with your name stenciled in the back. Well, yeah, which is traditional, which is good. Maybe you want a little flair. You know, maybe, you know, you want something to stand out from the crowd, maybe something a little different. Maybe that's something that can kind of compete with maybe the, the glow with the show ears. I mean, yeah, the glow with the show, it lit lights. Yeah, it lights up. But man, what if you want some beads on that sucker? What if you want like, you know, think about like a birthday cake and how you customize a birthday cake, man. This is, you can get to that depth of detail with your Mickey ears. And you'll be like one of the few people in the parks, if any, maybe you're the only one in the park with a customized set of Mickey ears in the park. Like you have a Mardi Gras set of ears, man, covered in beads and purple, green and gold. And it's got different kinds of things. Or if you want something, I don't know, maybe. I don't say St. Patrick's Day. They do anything for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yes. I, I think she can do anything you want. I mean, yeah. she has some really cool designs, man. Yeah, she could do whatever you want. I have a, I'll post a link in our show notes as well. And you can definitely check that out as well as our enhanced notes that will be coming shortly on the website um but yeah you could definitely she could do say patty's day she could do fourth of july she could do if you have a family reunion you know maybe your family's got a crest or something like you discovered in the uk pavilion you know you want to get the colors on there make recreate the crest on her eyes man she could definitely do that man she's a very skillful person and we're glad to have had her on our show as for uh describing one of her trips to us in the past and uh yeah so if you want some customized ears you know, and you don't want to do the decorating, and but you have some grand ideas, but not exactly sure how to pull it off. Mouse Ears by Emily is the way to go, man. So go ahead, check that out. I'll repost the link in our Facebook. I'll even pin it to our Facebook page. Like us there. Check us our show notes, and you know, uh, give uh, tell tell Emily that you we sent you. Okay, the Magic Our Way guys sent you. So anyway, and in fact, she's gonna be she's designing a Magic Our Way hat. So. Uh, we're gonna be one Get of out the, of yeah, it. man. Is I she talk, really? Yes, yeah, she is. I talked to her, and she that's gonna be one of the first hats she makes. So I already been in contact, <laughs> and so nice. uh, I'm trying to we're trying to work it out and figure out you know how we want the ears to come out. So we'll have our first pair of ears, man, and we, we and we'll show it to you, and we'll show the listeners that we can know uh, what what to expect, man. So yeah, instead of you know I, I, I could totally advertise for this. It's like you know what you go down to Disney World, you see everybody with your union T-shirts. You know why do you want to do that? That's everybody's so boring. <laughs> That's so like 1990s. Won't you do some like, customized hats, yeah. man? Do some customized hats. Nobody's doing that right now, you know. And so, and even if they did, it wouldn't be to this detail or the, to this degree of customization. You could be walking around with your whole family reunion with di- your, your own specific themed hat. Now, who can say that? You know, that's got to be killer. But anyway, so thanks, Emily. Hope you're listening. Enjoy the show. If you do patronize her, tell that we sent you. All right, guys. Uh, from Disney Travel News, uh, you may have seen this already. It's a couple, uh, probably a couple weeks old since uh, once this gets released, but it's good information to have. If you're planning a trip down to Disney World uh, in the fall, uh, you know, uh, middle of September through December, uh, everyone knows or should know if you don't know already about the two parties that Disney's got going on. They're Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So the dates are released uh, right now. You can start planning for that. You should be able to purchase tickets uh, in April. But right now, you can at least get the dates out there and see if you want to plan a trip around it, or if you've already got a trip planned. If these, uh, you know, what date you want to choose to go to the party. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and give you the dates here. So for the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, you got September 15th, 18th, 20, 22nd, 25th, and 27th. A lot of dates in October, obviously, with it being Halloween. First, second, fourth, sixth, eighth, ninth, twelfth, thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-five, twenty-seven, twenty-nine, thirty-one. 
lots of October dates. And you also have a party, the last party, on November 1st. For your Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party, you've got November 8th, 10th, 12th, 13th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 20th, and 29th. Also, December 1st, 3rd, 4th, 6th, 8th, 10th, 11th, 13th, 15th, 17th, 18th. And I just also kind of like to add to that. Maybe you don't want to attend the parties. Those are good dates to, dates to know because the parks will close early on those days. So that may be not a good day to plan to go to Magic Kingdom if you want to stay all day uh, because the parks will close early for the parties, and you do have to have a ticket to the party to stay in the parks. So, um, you know, check your dates and see uh, if those are going to either interfere with your uh, trip or enhance your trip. <laughs> Depends on what you want to do. So uh, you got the dates now, so check that out and, uh, and plan accordingly. 105. What does that mean to you guys? Uh, you need to go to the doctor because that's a very high fever. <laughs> that, is, that is. You know, and I'm glad I didn't have that. Might have something sick. wrong with you. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. But anyway, did Danny any clue what that means? 105? 105. Oh, man. No, why don't you go ahead and tell us? That is the price now of a single day ticket to the Magic Kingdom. Yes, indeed. The price hike has begun, and Disney has broken through the glass ceiling, a la Willy Wonka. Yeah, now we have no idea which way the elevator is going to go, or the Wonka Vader is going to go, or the Disney Vader, however you want to call it. But yeah, the price hikes went up, man. Single-day ticket to the Magic Kingdom is now $105. Um, if you want to get the park hopper option, it's now $50. Uh, I should say this. The single t- ticket went up from 99 to 105 So it's not like leaps and bounds, but definitely did break through the uh, the $100 mark. Everybody, I remember speculating who's going to be the first one to do it. Was it going to be Universal or was it going to be Disney? And, of course, Disney did it first. But Universal, once they had that door opened, they walked right on through right behind them. So they raised their prices up as well uh, recently. But probably, I think, within the past week or week and a half or so. But it was short after Disney did theirs um, but anyway you could probably you probably heard about this or if you haven't heard about this you could definitely google it and find it but yeah the, the price hike has happened man does it does, how does that make you guys feel does it make you feel any different or was it I always just have to mention that you know a if you've been around the Disney universe for any extended amount of time you kind of know this is coming um, you know the are going to increase uh, on a pretty regular basis. I, I, was, I just, I, I guess, I got to always say it's like it's hard to really compare a Disney price ticket to a Universal price ticket because you're getting two different things. Obviously, we know that. Yeah. But you know, your fast passes. You know, say what you will, like the system, don't like the system. There's no extra charge for that. With Universal, if you want to get to the front of the line, you have to pay extra for that for that pass. So that ticket is more than hundred dollars and has been for a while. So it's not ever apples to apples. You know, you get a lot of things that you get with Disney. You don't get a Universal and vice versa. But, you know, so uh, the, you can think what you want about the price increase. I don't think it's going to slow down anyone from going to Disney. I do think maybe some people will do maybe four days instead of five, things like that. But, you know, again, then you got to talk about the ticket, uh, you know, the way Disney does their tickets because those get cheaper uh, day by day by day when you do your package. So, you know, it's not $100 times five days. You know what I mean? It's $100 for that right. first day. And if you do two days, the second day is a little cheaper. And if you do three days, the third day is a little cheaper. So, you know, you got to kind of make sure you know all the information, not just that the tickets went up to $100. Exactly, yeah. Okay, sounds good, man. Sounds good. Danny, what do you think? Oh, man. Uh, they got to pay for those magic bands somehow. So, <laughs> I, yeah. I, and the software I that goes with this, it. <laughs> yeah. 
I kind of figured this was coming a long time ago. Uh, no, no real shock here. Yeah, so this doesn't discourage anybody? No, I'm, I'm still going in November. Yep, well, sounds good. Well, there you go. So if you had any opinions on this price hike, you know, definitely shoot us an email or let us know. We'd be, we'd be glad to hear them, uh, good and bad, anything. We like to hear all sides of the story. But uh, as of right now, you know, I'd still go back. You know, we it's, it was too expected, and so there you have it. Um, one last thing um, in the Disney uh, travel universe, you can now make lunch reservations for Be Our Guest restaurant. Uh, I know that's a very hard uh, restaurant to get into if you don't hit that 180-day mark. And really, guys, it's harder to get into Be Our Guest now than Cinderella's Royal Table. Mm. Um, it's You'd be surprised how many times I go and try to get a dining for someone and there's still a few uh, reservations left for for Cindy's and not uh, for be our guest, wow. uh, but this should help with that. You know, now you can do your reservations for lunch, whereas before you had to, you know, show up early, get in line, wait in line. Um, you know, there's people showing up at a park opening, getting in line for lunch. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which, yeah. You know, if they really want to see do be our guest, that was pretty much their only um, option. There was a little test program they were doing where you could get a fast pass for lunch. Yeah, I had that. Yeah, then they've done away with that now. That no longer exists. That test is over, and they've decided to go ahead and actually do a dining reservation, just like any other ADR that you can do in the parks. Uh, you can now do for lunch at Be Our Guest. So good option, and that, that's, I think that will alleviate some of the traffic, and, and maybe uh, people will be able to get that reservation a little bit easier now. And that is starting. it's already started. It started on February 25th. Oh, wow, yeah. So, so talk about competition, man. The beast moves in. Builds his yeah. castle across from Cinderella's, and now he's taking all the business, man. And Cinderella's there goes the neighborhood. Yeah, man, she's got to rebuild her place. She got kicked off the Citricos, and uh, <laughs> you know, talk about competition, man. You know, hey, Cinderella, time to step up now, aren't we? Competition. Seriously, uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, the the beer guest restaurant. Uh, I'm sorry, that's fast becoming the most overrated restaurant on property. Uh, you know, last yeah. time we were there, like I knew a family who got food poisoning eating over there. No, really? You know, wow. Uh, oh, yeah. They were complaining about it to us while we were in line that the whole family got sick. And the only place that they ate was the Beauty and the Beast Be Our Guest restaurant over at, you know. Right. Uh, so, uh, anyway, I mean, point being is that, you know, last two to three times I've eaten over there, the food hadn't been as good. Um, you know, the. Getting your meal with the rose is, has been a bit of a problem for a while now. Which is not I mean, a rose. I, yeah, it's, it's a big plastic hunk of... It's a donut. <laughs> yeah. It's a red donut. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of... Uh, to, to hear that, 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 you know, like, I know Cinderella's Royal Table is not booking right now because they're closed down, but, I mean, I'm assuming you're talking about and who's booking for the future, right? You're right. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, to, to hear that it's overcome Cinderella, I mean, it's not even close. One is character dining, the other is not. One's in a real castle, the other is not. One has, you know... Um, it's not in a real castle. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, come on. I mean, <laughs> that little paper mache castle up there on the rocks. No, that's forced yeah. perspective, Danny. That's forced perspective. <laughs> they gotta I'm cheat. Sorry, with, they, I, gotta, they gotta cheat with the know, scale a little bit. The you know that. They got to cheat with the scale a little bit. You know that. Beauty and the Beast is so overrated. Uh, you know, to hear that does not, you know, does not do me uh, any problems whatsoever. To be quite honest with you, I like that just because it means I can get into so many more restaurants that I feel is more worth the the wait and more worth the the um, 
the attention. So let's uh, enough of this, man. We're gonna go ahead and bring on Fish Sean Wu to the show, and we're gonna meet him here in the hub. So here comes the hub. But anyway, before we get into the hub segment, man, I need to do some introductions because we have the quadrivium of the Magic Our Way podcast. Quadrivium, you say? Yes. Quadrivium. Isn't that what they used to make the Enterprise run? I think so. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, there must be four of them because that's what quad means. Ah. But you're thinking, wait, four? There's not. There's only like three or maybe even two people on the Magic Our Way podcast. Wrong, sir. I say wrong. Uh, We have Danny, of course, and we have myself speaking, and we have Lee. Uh, but also, we have somebody on the line at the moment that we've talked about in numerous shows in the past. These are unofficial, officially official guy in the field, correspondents of sorts, uh, not unlike Brian Williams, but better. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> we know him as Fish Sean Wu. Sean, how you doing? Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. Awesome. This is the man that knows the lingo. This is good. This is very good. So you can tell he's part of our show. So anyway... We want to welcome you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And you're coming all the way from the Orlando area? Is that right? Is that right? Yeah, I'm about 28 miles from the Magic Kingdom. Oh, man. that's How many people could say that? <laughs> I would. No, no one else on this podcast. Yeah, no one else on the show could say that. <laughs> uh, but no, that's, that's pretty killer, dude. So anyway, we, want, we have a topic for you today for The Hub, and it deals with FastPass Plus. And I'm actually going to toss it over to Danny because uh, I think uh, Danny and uh, the other two guys kind of came up with this topic. I passed out. I I was trying to keep up, but I guess I was tired. I, you know, I'd worked yesterday and I uh, I fell asleep with my phone in my hand, and so it was just, it was just it was just nuts. I caught up this morning, but you know I I do a just a injustice if I tried to explain what y'all were talking about. So I uh, I know Danny, you're you're talking about FastPass Plus and. This was something uh, that you came up with based on your recent trip. So was this like an observation of sorts or was this something you were thinking about or something that you actually encountered or uh, how did you come up with this idea? Well, it was an observation and, and this isn't really a, um, a new topic in any way. It's, it's more of a review of a Fast Pass Plus. But where it came from was being there during a relatively slow period, a time that we normally go. We always make it a point to go during the value season where yeah. the parks are lesser crowded. Right, right. This was the first time I've been in a Disney park and saw weights in excess of 20 minutes for uh, Journey into Imagination, The Land. Um, Haunted Mansion was up to 45, Pirates were about 20, and the parks were not crowded. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, no more than, than usual for that time period. In fact, it looked a little less than what we normally than what it would normally be when we go there, but for some reason, the standby lines were extraordinarily long, the fast passes were all gone, and it had me wondering if this new fast pass plus system is everything it's supposed to be and then some, why are the lines getting longer? Right. So, uh, it- not to interrupt the train of thought. So last year we took a little podcast trip in January, mm-hmm. and it's a, roughly about a year from now. So would you say the crowds are similar uh, to your trip than it was when we went? Were uh, they as light? I think there were a little bit more people there when we went. Okay, I, I think there was a, a you know not I mean like on the weekends, yeah, yeah. It, it was just packed. Um, but during the weekday, like Monday uh, Monday through Thursday, mm-hmm. it was. Not dead, but I mean, it was, you know, it was minimum. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so uh, what are we talking about here? What, what, what are you dealing with the FastPass Plus and stuff? Well, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to do an overview of FastPass Plus. And okay. Kind of see. Uh, and that's why Sean's here. Sean uh, is pretty much an expert when it comes to uh, FastPass Plus. And uh, I wanted to throw some things at him, talk about some of the reasons for these longer lines, and, uh, and see what he thinks and see if he can give us any, any uh, knowledge in terms of uh, insight, how, how to best avoid the lines. Yeah. So, um, Sean, tell me, why are the lines over at Disney World in the standby lanes? Why are attractions that were never crowded before so crowded? Well, I think, um, for example, Journey to Imagination, usually it's a 15-minute wait. Um, if you go into Epcot, if you've uh, booked a fast pass through Epcot, you know there's tiered uh, attractions. So basically, you can't get Soren and Test Track. I'm going this weekend. I booked my fast passes a couple days ago. So I booked uh, Soren, uh, Mission Space, and then I got forced to take Journey into your imagination or whatever it's called, Figment. And um, what I've noticed, and and I go every, just about every other weekend, what I've noticed is the most people are getting those fast passes and the cast members are putting the fast passes in through before the standby people. So thus, if this fast pass line is longer, They'll just keep filling it with fast pass people, and then let, thus the standby line gets longer and longer and longer. Where there wasn't a line, now there's a line. I guess that's what Disney created some magic there. <laughs> Poof. Yeah, my feet hurt magically. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was going to, that's one of the things that really kind of irked <clears throat> me about this new fast pass plus system is that you do an extraordinary amount of, of walking, more so now than what you've ever done before, because you're crisscrossing now more than you... Like, because, I mean, if you're able to book those first three fast passes, I mean, the first three fast passes I, I booked when we went, I, I want to say, were Splash Mountain, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, and, and Space Mountain. That's an extraordinarily amount... I mean, used to be like when we went there, you'd start off in one land, and it wasn't a thing like you had a fast pass. You got fast passes as your day went, or if you were just if you were an expert at it, you just knew which rides to go to first. But like if you hadn't been for a year and you're gonna ride everything, you got fast passes as you needed them. You'd look at the line to, you know, uh, Splash Mountain, say fifteen minutes. I don't mind waiting that. So you wouldn't waste it on a Splash Mountain. You'd only use it on on, on what you needed to use it for. And um, so that's what I found out a, a lot. It's like we couldn't stay in a land for too long because you'd have to walk clear over to the other side of the park to redeem one of these fast passes, which now they don't seem to allow you a whole lot of leeway in terms of letting you in if you missed your window. Notice that mm. you can get in, here's a little trick, you can get in five minutes before your time and up to five minutes after, but that's the only leeway you get. The other problem I found, that we were at Hollywood Studios on Saturday this past week, and uh, um, I had a fast pass for Tower of Terror, <laughs> Star Tours, and uh, Toy Story at 345. So I go on to Toy Story. Well, actually, we walked on to Tower of Terror. We walked on to Star Tours. Dumb me, I didn't scan in my magic band. We go on uh, Toy Story. We get off the ride. I scan my magic band in for Toy Story. I get my fourth pa- uh, fast pass at the kiosk. No go, because I didn't scan into Tower of Terror and Star Tours. I basically walked on. I didn't need a scan in. Right. They wouldn't give me my fourth fast pass. Because your other, the the other ones one That's part. right. And Dan, yeah. didn't, didn't you mention something about that when you traveled that you guys hopped over to another park and had issue with getting fast passes in that park? Yes. Do I remember that right? Yes, and that's my other reason I think the standby lines are longer is that Disney is actively dis- discouraging any park hopping whatsoever because if you book a fast pass 
uh, in one park, they automatically pretty much make you take three. Um, so once you've done that and you've used a fast pass from that park, you cannot book any fast passes in another park. Now, maybe somebody is screaming at their computer saying, no, if you go to a, one of the kiosks, there's a guy who can help you out, but now you got to go. Now it's a burden. Now you got to go into the park. You got to go wait in line at one of those kiosks. You got to get somebody to help you. It shouldn't be that hard to go ahead and just say, okay, I booked one fast pass here. Now I want to go. I purchased the park hopper ticket. I want to go to Animal Kingdom now. Why can't I do that? And, uh, and I think that's part of the problem. I think part of, that's part of the reason for these longer lines as well is that it doesn't behoove you because you need these fast passes to get on these rides because the standby lines are longer. So it doesn't behoove you to leave a park. So that is actually right, Lee. I mean, and the thing of it is, is that, you know, when we went ahead and did it, by the time we burned all of our fast passes, because sometimes, I mean, if you just want certain attractions, you, you, the weight is a little bit spread out. By the time we, we got through all of ours and could book a fourth fast pass, just about anything of any note was gone. I mean, there really wasn't a whole lot of um, incentive to go ahead and you know book a fast pass to um, you know Captain uh, EO. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, for what it's worth, that's why I've been advising my my clients that when we book your fast passes, to try to get three out of the way. Um, now, of course, you know if you get there at Road Drop and Splash Mountain's a five minute wait, then you don't want to use a fast pass for that. But start start scheduling something around ten, eleven, and twelve. To where by twelve o'clock you've used your last fast pass and you can build on that from there. Um, now, again, obviously, I would think that uh, I w- I'm surprised to hear you say, Danny, that you had trouble getting the fourth fast pass. I could see that in a peak season, Christmas, summer, uh, you know, a New Year's Eve situation, but I'm I'm kind of surprised to hear that you're having issue with it, even in the slow times. Mm-hmm. And then I guess not that you couldn't get anything, but you couldn't get anything worth getting. Right, like even Peter <laughs> Pan was gone. Right. Yeah, we were trying to do Peter Pan. That that was already gone. Um, and Sean, you're oh. th- you're there a little bit more frequently than well, a little bit more. You're there a <laughs> lot more than we are. He's, he's 28 miles from Disney World. <laughs> so, what would you say, Sean? About five, six o'clock? Are all the good rides gone? Oh, before that, before that. All right. So um, when when ideally would you want to have exhausted all your fast passes and still have the potential to be able to nab something of some kind of significance? I would say you'd probably want them done, uh, as Lee suggested, probably by noon or one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Afternoon, but e- even then, like Peter Pan, you're never going to get the day of, in my opinion, or at least I haven't seen it. Uh, Aerosmith, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, you know the the major attractions. I don't think you're going to get them the day of. Right. Mm. Yeah. There's there's a few that I usually tell people to book uh, peter pan is one of them because um it's it always has a long line anyway i mean uh, normally it's a 30 minute wait 45 minutes sometimes during the peak site peak season so that to me is a good one uh, to use of course um you know anna nelsa if you can get it uh that's a good one for if you've got females uh, in the party uh and those are you know two that i almost always go to uh, but it seems like even um, Jungle Cruise, Pirates, um, things that maybe, you know, because they can hold a lot of people, you wouldn't think that you would really, not that you wouldn't need a fast pass, but that wouldn't be your top priority. But those are going fast too. So um, it's just, it is interesting to see. Um, and what you can really tell is when, uh, if you're trying to book someone last minute, mm-hmm. uh, trying to grab fast passes for them, because you can forget about getting Anna and Elsa, of course. Um, that that for sure is not going to happen after 
after about an hour uh, of your 60-day window, you're just not going to get it. That's nuts. Um, you know, <laughs> so it, it's crazy. You got you to really, uh, you know, plan ahead. So. Now, I will say this, and this is a little trick that I learned. I'm sure Sean can give much better tricks than this. But this is a little trick that I learned because when, when Lee booked for us the Anna and Elsa Fast Pass, that was on a Friday, they must release, and, and Sean can speak better than this, they must release Fast Passes on the day thereof because I was able, it was just for me, my daughter, and my wife, I was able to get three more of us in to go see Anna and Elsa. Now, I couldn't get all three in at the same time. But if I went individual person by person, I got two in for one time that was only maybe 20 minutes after when we were supposed to go in. And then I got the third in after about another two hours. I got that third one in with a 10 minute window where we could all three go together. So uh, there were ways to kind of go ahead and, and tweak the system. Like, uh, you know, again, if you're trying to go ahead and do something for five or six people, they'll probably tell you, no, you can't. But if you say, okay, who really wants to go in there and you try for three or you do one at a time, you might be able to get it. Yeah, I've seen the one at a time trick work a couple times. That's mm -hmm. what we usually do on Mind Train. And uh, actually, if you get a good cast member, like me and my daughter go down there and I'll book one for her and I'll just say, you know, she can't ride it alone, so I have to go in and sometimes they'll let you in. There's a little trick for you. Oh, nice. Hey, hey, Danny, how long were the kiosks when you tried to book your fourth Fast Pass? I've been noticing that there's a uh, sometimes a longer wait for an attraction at the uh, kiosk than there would be if you just went on the attraction. Midday, it was brutal. Around 7 or 8, you know, maybe 3 or 4 people were in front of me. But again, by that point in time, I think just about everyone knew there was nothing there was nothing left. Right. Even if the park was still open for another three, four hours, there just wasn't really anything there. Huh. Um, you know, and, and this was during a time where like Small World had like a 25 minute wait. I've, I've never it, seen that before. There's a kiosk by um, Stitch's Great Escape right there in Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. I've seen the line all, go all the way out to the hub a couple days, which is ridiculous. You wow. can sit and wait in line and get on the attraction before you can get the fast pass waiting in line for just to get the fast pass for 20 minutes and then go and await your time to use the fast pass you, you could have probably already went on the attraction and came back <laughs> yeah, and right. got a fast to the pass kiosk and, yeah. and seen the same people in line <laughs> <laughs> so but um, there, there's another reason for you why the, these lines are so much longer now is yeah. because the 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 kiosk to go get those fourth fast passes it, it's not yeah. worth it it's not worth the line going there is just so long you're better off just getting into the standby line Huh. I'm curious. I can't wait to see all this. I'm, I'm kind of excited because I'm dealing with President's Week, I guess, or day no, or whatever. It's, it's going to be busy this week. I looked for a hotel tomorrow or yeah. Saturday night, and it was booked up. So oh, yeah. Good yeah. luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I got that, and I got half of Louisiana going down for Mardi Gras week, so it's going to be pretty packed. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that works. Now, Sean, can, can we do an experiment real quick while, while we have you on the line? Sure. Can, can we see, like, what can you book right now? If you wanted to book three fast passes right now, what, what time is it over there by y'all? It's about what? Oh, it's He's an hour ahead. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit later than what it should be, but I was going to see what yeah, they... Yeah, let me, let, me, uh, let me get my iPad because I'll end up hanging up. Okay. You know, I, I, while I'm doing this, we did an experiment at, at work. I got a, um, a couple of friends. Um, obviously, we're all so close to the parks that we all have, or a lot of us have uh, annual passes. So one day, um, and, and by the way, annual pass holders can only book 30 days out. Um, but one day we were at the 30-day window, 
and me and a couple colleagues, we got into a conference room. Don't tell our bosses, but um, we <laughs> pulled up the My Disney Experience, and we uh, each tried to get mine trained in some various other rides. And uh, one of my colleagues was able to see mine train and pretty much had a couple selections as far as times for four, a party of four. And I was on the same app at the same time as were a couple other guys, and we couldn't see them. Um, so I, I personally think they're playing a little bit of games with the whole what they released to certain people. So long story short, um, a colleague of mine that couldn't get the mine train uh, fast pass ended up calling up the, uh, the, the, I guess, the Magic Band guys at Disney and uh, complained. And all of a sudden they turned it on and they said log back in and he could see that they were available for him. So I don't know what's going on. Conspiracy theory for you. That, that's a great point, because you, you, when you and I were talking last night, you raised it as a conspiracy, and I wanted to kind of let Lee address this, because Sean's conspiracy is is that some of the bigger travel agencies uh, that have been, uh, what do you call it, earmarked? Is that what I guess it? so, yeah. Disney yeah, certified earmarked. Oh, yeah, yeah earmarked, way. yeah. Uh, he, he thinks that perhaps Disney is able to reserve a certain block of fast passes to allow those people to go ahead and get their clientele fast passes before the rest of the peons uh, can can do so. What do you think? Uh, well, you know, I was we were chatting, I threw it out on the, uh, on the agency page, and uh, the number one response I got was, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> That's they, what every agent said, I wish. Um, you know, uh, it's uh, it's an interesting theory, and again, I'm I, I don't I, I don't work for Disney, and I'm not behind the scenes, so I can't tell you things that I, you know that I don't know. But I do know that when we make Fast Pass reservations, we're not doing it through the agency. We're logging into that customer's Disney experience, their personal account, and making Fast Passes just as if it was them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't know anywhere. There's really nowhere on their My Disney Experience that knows that they're booked through agency A, B, or C, or even that they're booked in an agency at all. I think all they know is that they've got a, a reservation, just like everybody else. So um, we're not going into our our special uh, you know, booking system and booking fast passes for them through our agency. We're going using their email, their login name, and going into their personal accounts and doing the fast passes. It's just a service that we do for them so they don't have to do it, but it's just like they're doing it. But like, so. uh, like Sean said, like, uh, he just pointed out an instance where Disney <clears> somehow <throat> turned it on, turned something on, and allowed this guy to get a fast pass. Is it possible that some no, of the big... I, 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 I think it's probably possible that they have a, a bank of fast passes that they release. That's always uh, the chatter on the boards is that <clears throat> if you wait till you get a little closer, that things get released and things like that. So I think they probably do hold back some fast passes so that your regular person that's in the park can maybe have an opportunity to do some things and get some fast passes. So, um, yeah, I believe that, but I don't, I don't think there's any way to, to give them to an agency. You know what I'm saying? All right. I got another example of the conspiracy theory, but which park do you guys want to go to? Up, oh, it doesn't matter because all fast passes are distributed for all four parks for the day. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. well, Magic Kingdom's only 
we open till 10 and it's 7 30 here and epcot's open till nine so but Still, we can't even go on journey to your imagination <laughs> sad that's two and a half hours <laughs> i mean you still have two and a half hours until closing like me like you know and this is where i i, I don't like this is because I don't want to get there for road drop. I, it still is technically a vacation. I do want to sleep in a little. I do want to take my child to a character breakfast. I don't want to have to get there at rope drop and go crazy through the park. Um, but, you know, it, it kind of seems like what Disney's doing here is it's kind of killing. It's killing off the slower season. And, and Sean made a great point when I said that. Uh, I, I texted that to him, um, you know, uh, yesterday. And he said... Yeah, well, Disney doesn't want a slower season. Right, well, sure, right. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I I believe that. I think I I said that to you before. I don't think there is a slow season anymore. Now, I don't think that has anything to do with Fast Pass. I think that has to do with them booking up the hotels and uh, spring promotion. And as soon as the spring promotion's about to end, they have a summer promotion. And when that ends, they have a, a fall promotion, and you know, so on and so forth. There there was a promotion to for on hotels every. A season last year there was not a time when there wasn't a promotion going on except for maybe a couple weeks during christmas and a couple weeks in the summer but it's pretty much they're getting they're packing them in yeah but so i don't think that has anything to do with fast pass that just has the fact that they're doing a good job filling up their hotels well let me tell you where i think this has something to do with fast pass for me if you've artificially inflated the lines if you've made the mm -hmm. lines longer like if i would have gone on the same trip like maybe a year two years ago kevin when you and i went yeah. we pretty much walked on haunted mansion whenever we wanted yeah pretty much yeah and the same thing with the land and you know it was, it was a joke <laughs> it was like it took you long to get through fast pass right. then it took me to just walk right on the on the ride but now if it's a slow season and i'm and now i'm facing 25 to 30 minute you know long lines in right. order to, to ride haunted mansion that does discourage me from saying all right well shoot uh th this is as fun of a trip because it, it whereas the parks aren't as crowded the wait times are that as if they are you follow what i'm saying mm. that makes sense yeah but that hasn't haven't they always inflated the wait times anyway i mean that's always uh if you listen to uh you know lynn and the guys that's what they'll tell you is like don't don't not not to not pay attention, but when you see sixty minutes uh, wait outside of Haunted Mansion, it may be more like a thirty to forty-five minute wait. They want to they want to discourage you from going on that attraction, so the line doesn't build more. No, but like I'm talking about seeing a line that goes out past the the, the gate, where like the very beginning of the gate, when the line's out past that. You can see, like, yeah. generally, nine times out of ten, if you would have gone into that park, that line isn't all the way backed out towards the riverboat. That line is is pretty much, like, you know, right outside the door. And if you didn't get into that first group, you're going to be in the second or third one. Um, that's gone. It, it's like, you're going to be waiting 30. Well, I you, you're probably right. They probably do artificially inflate the wait time. It may say 30 minutes, and it's actually only 20 minutes. But point being is that, you know, at least a year to two years ago, Haunted Mansion during a slow period used to be pretty much a walk-on. Pirates used to be a walk-on. Small World used to be a walk-on. That has, to me, gone away. But I, I, I don't know. Well, no surprise there. I mean, it's it's you're it's almost like being back to the days before you had Fast Pass. Mm -hmm. The 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 Legacy Fast Pass. Back right. then, you didn't have the choice. You just got in line. Well, I wonder what the weights you know are I mean? like now. With the weights are right now? Yeah, like like currently. I mean, well, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna, we were able to check out. Uh, yeah, I'll look it up real quick. Hold okay. on. Okay. Where do you guys want to go? Actually, man, we should. I'm gonna go down there now. Five <laughs> minute for Splash Mountain. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Fifteen minutes for Buzz Lightyear. 
That's awesome. 15 minutes for Haunted Mansion. Oh, God, we got to re-record. This is totally <laughs> on this. And 50 so, minutes for Peter Pan and 55 minutes for Space Mountain. See, that's, uh, you know, that's about normal wait time. That sounds about right. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. good, actually. <laughs> and, off, and off goes Sean. Oh, well. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in. Yeah, and, thanks for calling in. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah. See you guys. <laughs> so, now, Sean, what are you looking at? To, to I'm looking at, I got the iPad, uh, my Disney experience app. So okay. in 35 minutes, you will not find it any less than that. Wow. That's, that's actually pretty Never. good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, it is a, what day is it? Thursday? It's a Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, and everybody's yeah. getting ready to go and, and well, Valentine's. Are, yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is, is it says 35 minutes, but then if a bunch of fast pass people show up, they yeah, stop you from coming. Or through. a bunch of Brazilians. Oh. oh. Did you, did you see a lot of that, Danny? Oh, God, everywhere. They were everywhere. That's they what I'm start hearing. They yeah. chanting and just their garbage. I, I, man, I, they're really. I, I, they have to be. They have to know they're being annoying. They have to know they're purposely annoying. I'm trying not to curse. I'm sorry, but they have to know. I'll that just bleep it out if it if you do. <laughs> the moment's passed. Uh, you okay. know, but yeah, no, the the Brazilians. They Jesus. They need to go. How do you really feel? <laughs> I don't so, want to disparage an entire country of the behavior of you know a few a young few, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that Brazilian groups or Toy Story Midway Mania? What? What is what is worse for you? Brazilian groups or Toy Story Midway Mania? Oh, yeah. Brazilian groups. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, Toy man. Story Mania is just an overhyped ride. Now, if there was like a <laughs> if, if there was a five minute wait for Toy Story Midway Mania, I'd have no problem with it whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, you know the Brazilian tour groups are just annoying. They hold hands. They knock down children. They could care less. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Brazilian tour groups beat out Toy Story Midway Mania in Danny's eyes. Oh yeah, very good. There <laughs> well, there's go. a lot of things less evil than Midway Mania. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've established your detested Midway Mania on this show over the past two and a half years. Kim Jong Un, for instance, uh, <laughs> maybe. How about Jim, Kim Jong Un on Toy Story Midway Mania? Oh my God! That's uh, and he's yeah, having a rough. good time. <laughs> <laughs> he's rocking a Gangnam Style, huh? Yeah, so yeah, he is, man. He is. Um, I wish but, we had this weapons technology. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, so I was going to say. Okay, so another reason I'm thinking, and again, I'm going to let Sean speak a little bit more to this. Another reason I'm thinking these standby lines are longer now is because annual pass holders like Sean are afforded uh, three fast pass tickets a day. Now they can only book seven a seven a seven day span at a time. And they can book 30 days out. But if they wanted to, they can have three fast pass tickets a day. And if I'm a if I'm a fast pass holder, I'm booking those tickets just on the off chance that, you know, I want to go over there. But okay, things happen, I can't get over there, whatever happens, happens. Those fast pass tickets are just burned. So you, those fast pass tickets, they're gone. They don't redistribute them in, in into the system. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Sean? Oh, that's absolutely correct. And uh this person on the phone has uh the next seven weekends, or not seven weekends, two, uh, three weekends plus one, I guess, a Saturday booked up for fast passes. So yeah. basically what I do, like like uh, Danny said, uh, we have a 30-day window out where we could book fast passes, and, but we can only have seven days worth of fast passes at a time. So I always have seven days in a queue. So for example, I have a fast pass for Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, Sunday, the following Saturday, the following Sunday so on and so forth until my seven days are up. Wow. And then, like, for example, if, if I don't go Saturday and I have fast passes for Soren, um, whatever, Journey to the Imagination, does it really matter at Epcot the third? 
Um, no, not know, really. If I don't use them, then they'll just blow away, and I could book the the, the seventh day out after that. Hmm. And, and, so, and, and and there again, and then also being forced to book fast passes for events that you probably have no interest in going to go do that. You wouldn't like, even if you were in the park, you wouldn't go see Imagination. You wouldn't go do the character meet and greet or whatever it is. Yeah. Those fast passes are getting burnt not being able to be distributed to the public that might want them. And you can't be mad at the annual pass holders for doing it because God bless them. That, they should. That's, that's part of, you know, that's part of the system. Right. But because you don't have to physically be in the park to start grabbing fast passes, those fast passes are getting used up earlier. So mm -hmm. that's another reason why. So basically where this started, we were in line for um, test track when I was trying to figure this whole thing out because it, I, it, I couldn't reconcile the two things in my mind. Why mm. were the lines longer and the park less crowded? You were in How, standby line? Yes, we were in okay. standby line because right. you, if you, we used our fast pass on Soren. Well, you okay. can't go back and do it. And we still had one more fast pass left to something we didn't even care about. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think what it was. It's probably Nemo and friends, and that had yeah, like a 30 go. minute wait when we got there at first. Nemo? Yes, Nemo had like a 30 something minute wait. Damn. Wow. It, they were, it was out like you know where the little uh, you know, the, the doors that automatically open and close. Yeah. Because I was like, there's no way to sing 35 minutes. So wait right here. I'm going to go check it out. And the line was backed out past the doors that opened and closed. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of that. That's that's an Omni mover, and there's no it's, there's no movie anymore, right? Right. Huh. Okay. Right on. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, you're in for it, a hell of a weekend. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. Well, but I mean, uh, Danny, you make a good point that, you know, so not only are you uh, competing for the off-site guests that are staying at, you know, um, whatever Bay Tower, you know, um, whatever uh, Holiday Inn or wherever they're staying, uh, their, their timeshare or whatever, but you're basically uh, competing against uh, half the city of Orlando. Yeah. Because you know, you know, I, I got to imagine there's a lot of people in Orlando that have uh, annual passes. And they're smart um, to do it. I, I, sure. I, I would do it if I was them. Oh, uh, absolutely. You know, why wouldn't you? They need to. I, I doubt that they will, but I, they need to go back to a system of like, okay, you can have that first one. The first one's on us. After that, until you use that first one, guys, you know, you're, you're kind of, you know, you have to be in the park. Yeah. You have to be in the park mm -hmm. in order to book two more in addition to that. We'll give you the first one for free, and you can book it on your phone. You don't have to go to a kiosk. I mean, the bands are here to stay. The, the yeah. app is here to stay, I'm sure. But the whole idea of being able to book three in advance, it is, you know, maybe they don't care. But to me, if your lines are longer, that's less time you're spending shopping. It's less time you're spending... You right. Know. Well, that's the whole reason behind the Fast Pass in the first place. Mm -hmm. it's to, to, so you don't have to wait in line, so you can... Uh, be in a, a shop or a gift shop or getting something to eat or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I will say this. I, I think it's interesting that uh, when you think about it, uh, you've got um, you've, you've, you've created a system from, you know, from what I understand that is made to help Disney with scheduling, payroll, they know they're going to need X amount of people in Magic Kingdom this day uh, to to man this ride, to man this attraction, so on and so forth. Okay, so that's going to save them payroll. Wouldn't you imagine they're spending that same payroll on people to man the kiosks? Yeah, you would think so. So I don't I don't get that. I mean, well, you would think they would want to get it on an app so you can just do it yourself. Um, well, here, here's another conspiracy theory for you. What, what do you what do you think about this? All right, so now you have. Um, Standby. 
you have FastPass Plus. And the, the funny thing about this name, FastPass Plus, it doesn't sound like anything special. It sounds like FastPass and a little bit more. Is there a possibility of a third FastPass, a FastPass, a premium fast, FastPass Deluxe? Kind of like what they used to do with the dining plan. Right. You know, what? the dining plan was so awesome where you can get like, you know, your choice of an appetizer, uh, you know, dessert, um, entree, yeah. entree tip was included, all that good stuff. And then they took away the appetizer. Now you have to get a dessert. No appetizer. Tip is not included. But then they went ahead and introduced a deluxe dining plan. I'm wondering if we're looking at a system to where you might see a third fast pass option, fast pass deluxe or something what do you what do y'all think premium or are more fast passes for people that stay in deluxe resorts than stay in moderates than stay in um uh, values i've actually heard that mentioned on like wdw today sure, those guys talking about the number of fast passes according to the level of hotel that you get so like you could book five fast passes if you stay in a deluxe four if you stay in a right moderate, yeah three, something like that maybe they were, they were thinking they got i think the boys were talking something along those lines uh, as they're speculating, as if that's what they're kind of headed to. Interesting. Yeah, they, they, I forgot what show. I got to remember find out what show that was because that was it was a very interesting discussion that they came up mm. with. Uh, uh, and if you rent the bungalows, you just get as many fast passes as you want. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you just you just push people out of the way in line. <laughs> Completely <laughs> ruining the view of the castle from the, that beach. That's the, awful. The super magic band <laughs> for the bungalow, the bungalow bands. You know, that's bungalow what, bands. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's where we used to go to sit on the hammock, me and my wife, and look out. And ch- now all you see is bungalows, bungalow, row of bungalows. I got visions of Beavis and Butthead on my in, in my brain now. <laughs> bungalows, 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 bungalows for my TV. Yeah, yeah, so. TV for my bungalow. Where where are we on this fast pass plus thing? Well, yeah, I guess that's like the really the final question here. I, yeah. th- I mean, unless there's is, if there could be an avenue we ha- we haven't explored. I mean, what do you? Yeah, what do y'all think? Everyone, everyone's viewpoint on it. How's fast pass plus working for y'all? Would you like this? You'd rather the old system, no system? What you want? I mean, I can tell you what. When I went to Disneyland this past summer, uh, which the, is getting the new FastPass system, by the way. Are they? Get out of here. Yep. No that's, way. Yeah, that's going to happen. God, I love. That's what I was about to say. When I went there this past June 2014, uh, man, it was great. I, I, it's Same like here. I took a trip back in time. I was like, oh my God, this is, you know, Legacy FastPass. I go to a little kiosk, stick my ticket in, something shoots out, you know, I'm good to go. Man, that's but uh, oh. huh? I'm curious to see how this works out over there now. So, are they doing I, magic? I'm curious fans? to see what the how the locals will take it. You know, I I, I know that's a locals park. It's more uh, get the locals feel. So it'll be interesting to see their take on it. it are they getting magic bands? Why? How are they doing this? Whole deal, dude. Huh? Yes. They're magic get, bands. They the are whole, getting magic. Oh no! Why? Like I understand it here because you need your. But there's no dining plan in Disneyland. There's only three hotels. It's mostly locals. You don't need your, for the most part, you don't need your, your hotel reservations. And even if you stay off site, you're not that far away. So you don't really need your hotel reservation. You don't need uh, what you call it, any dining plan because you're not on one. Um, is it really that much work to pull out a credit card? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, maybe like a room key uh, kind of thing. Situa- I mean, not a room key. What am I saying? Um, Photo pass? Photo pa- well, maybe, but they haven't gotten rid of the PhotoPass cards over at, at Walt Disney World. I, I had three that I had to link when we got home. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. for the most part, they can do it. But, I mean, 
there's a couple of, you know, there's a couple of things where not only you have to still, you know, you have to get scanned to a fast, but you have to go to a little shop mm-hmm. and pick out whatever in order to go ahead and do it. But, um, yeah, oh, I, I did receive a memory maker card. I did found you? it. Yeah. My, my wife had it in her stack for some strange reason. I just discovered it today. So now I have that. And I guess whatever it's is on my magic band. So, um, I know. I'm, I, well, I guess to finish on my thing, I mean, I was I was kind of digging the the old FastPass system, but uh, you know that that that's going away over there. I don't I don't know now. I, I'm I'm uh, cautiously apprehensive, I guess, for next week to see what happens. <laughs> we just scared the hell out of you, didn't we? No, I mean, you know, <laughs> Kevin's yeah. all geeked up about going on this trip, and he just comes here to do a show to get all further excited, and we just brought him down. I know, man, this sucks, dude. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm gone. Way to go to Disney. I'm just go back to Mardi Gras. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know now. I'm kind of, I'm curious to see how it's going to play out next week because this will be my first time dealing with Fast Pass, the rolling Fast Pass thing. You know, so last time it wasn't the rolling idea. I'll tell you this, that's the other thing. What's that? You spend half your vacation on a cell phone. Oh, yeah. Look look at all the people walking around there looking at their cell phone. Yeah. yeah. You'd be amazed. You miss, like, whenever you sit down, it used to be like you would take in the sights, talk to the family. No, you're sitting there trying to move around the fast passes, trying to, okay, did Seven Dwarves become available? Okay, well, yeah. well this wait time is there so we can get in there. Can we switch that fast pass? That? Oh, man, you're on your phone. I mean, charge your cell phones. Bring the little, uh, what do you call those things where you plug them in and you charge the little handheld. The little battery pack thing. There you go. Whatever, yeah. Bring that because that's the other thing that you're going to realize is that you're going to miss half your vacation being on your cell phone. Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, I feel sorry for those people with the flip phones. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because Lou. <laughs> well, you saw people on their flip phones. No, I did not see anybody on their flip phones. But you got to imagine, like Eli still has a flip phone. I mean, I, I, I have is, a friend of mine that still has a flip phone. He yeah. just doesn't want to have a smartphone. I love those old flip phones, but I mean, so, yeah, this you can't. All right, so uh, Sean, what is your opinion on so Dan, fast? Danny's oh. still up in the air. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm sorry, Kevin. Kevin's still up in the I'm air. still up in yeah, the air. Yeah, he's got to experience it. I yeah. wanted to be a little bit more thoughtful about it, but the more I've been able to think about it since, you know, especially in that last day, that was a Friday, and was which was the first time <clears throat> that it was legit packed. Yeah, and to have had the trouble that we had before when it was just, you know, when hardly not hardly, but I mean, it was a medium crowd at best. Uh, and then to see it when you were dealing with like some significant crowds on a Friday. Yeah, I mean, it was packed. It was just packed, and you couldn't do anything. No kidding. Um, so yeah, I I wanted to be a little bit more thoughtful on it, and now that I've had a chance to, yeah, I, I I'm just I don't like it, but yeah, I think it's here to stay. Unfortunately, so no from you, no from me, and I don't a question marks for me. Uh huh. And Sean, I'm honestly still on the fence, and I'll tell you why. The old fast pass system, at least everything was fair, right? You got to the park at rope drop, you could go mm-hmm. run to the or send your one person to run to get your paper fast passes, right. and everybody was on level playing ground. Now you're competing against people if they're staying at a resort 60 days out, or if they're an annual pass holder like me 30 days out, and it, it's I don't know. I just don't think it's as puts everybody on the level playing ground. Mm-hmm. So and well, I got it. One day uh, we went. We stayed down there. Be even though I live only uh, twenty eight miles away, my wife loves giving money to Disney, so we stay there a couple times a year. So <laughs> we stayed there Thanksgiving weekend, which you know is a busy one of the busiest weekends of the year. And I got on the app at twelve midnight, my sixtieth day out, to try to get uh, mine trained for my kids. They've only been on it a couple times. Yeah. Um, and all the fast passes were completely filled. 
oh, I couldn't wow. even get on at 12 o'clock. So I called the next morning and she says, we only leave 500 uh, mine train fast passes per hour and they were all taken up. And I explained, I got on at midnight on my 60th day. I went to my farthest day out, which technically is the trick you're supposed to do. Yeah. And I worked my way back, couldn't get mine train. So then getting back to the conspiracy theory. So seven days before my trip, I go onto the app and I say, oh, let me see if mine trains available for a party of four. I could get six or seven times. So I, I got to think these guys are releasing it or these guys, uh, Disney World or, the, or Magic Kingdom is releasing these at as they see fit. Can't understand why, but there's no reason why seven days out I was able to get mine train, but 60 days out I wasn't. That's unbelievable. Yeah, they and, could just generate fast passes. And and that's the other thing about this is that, you know, um you don't know what your kids like going there with Lily, this was like her first time really being there. And and she'd been there before, but now she's starting to remember things. She can do more things. Yeah. There's no way to know going into it that she's gonna run a ride, you know, seven dwarfs mine train every time. Right. You know, and, and once you've ridden it once, now you can't get it back. You know, it's like, okay, you, you've right. ridden it. I, I don't want to go anywhere else. I just want to ride this. Well, you know, you, you want to wait two hours um, because that's what you'd have to do. So that's the other thing. You can't just go off of there and then put your card in the machine and say, okay, we're coming back in two hours. Yeah. You know, um, you, you just can't. I mean, so that was that's another thing. You can't really plan for what you're going to do because you don't really know what people are going to like until they get there. And then that was, well, again, if you... You're with somebody who hadn't been there for a while. If you if you go every other month, then I think you you pretty much know what you want. But um, yeah, that's a situation where all she wanted to do was ride Mine Train, and our entire rest of her vacation was about trying to find Mine Train tickets wherever we could get it. Right. But um, so okay, so Sean, I, I wanted to um, so everything you said about it was negative, but you said you were on the fence. What do you like yeah. about it? Um, well, I'll tell you what I do like about it. So we used to have to get there for rope drop, and then I'd do the run to Toy Story or the run to Soarin' or the run to Test Track. Now at least I can book one of my fa – I can book Toy Story if I get it. Um, you can usually get it 30 days out. Soarin' and, and Test Track, um, you can easily get 30 days out. But when – you know, to the pr prior paper system, I used to have to get there at rope drop, and then uh, I was the lucky one that ran with everybody's uh, – uh, cards over to the fast pass machine and got my soren fast pass for my family um so it's it helps me that i don't have to be there at rope drop i know like for example on so saturday i know i have soren i think at three o'clock so we can just uh relax in the morning and head down, down there in the afternoon so why would you ever run to toy story mania <laughs> well People do. i don't go on it but my kids love it <laughs> all right lee you're up what you thought what's your thoughts man uh, well, I, I, everything that you guys said is is exactly what I, how I feel about it. Uh, number one, there's nothing you can do right now. It's what it is, and you're going to have to either refuse to participate, or you're going to have to learn to work the system. Uh, there there is no other way around it. The the legacy fast pass is not coming back, and they spent however many millions of dollars they spent to put this system in place. They obviously they like it, or else they wouldn't be spreading it over to Disneyland. Uh, so I think it's here to stay. Now I'm sure they'll they'll find some ways to tweak it and make it better, but um, it is what it is. So on that end, you know, it doesn't really matter whether I like the paper fast pass better or not, which I did. I, I like it better, but it's a matter of what do we like and what do we not like about the new system. And from my perspective as a travel agent, um, I like it the fact that you don't have to get there at road drop. <clears throat> I think that uh, you guys both said that, Danny. You said you don't like to get there at road drop and have to deal with um, 
you know, using up your three fast passes. I hate that. But yeah. so, you know, as an example, I've got a I've got a, a family that I just booked for spring break and I just asked them flat out, are you guys the kind that get up early in the morning and get there and you know, before the park opens or, you know, what time do you guys plan on getting there? So well, we'll probably get there around ten or eleven. So I made fast passes for them for eleven, twelve and one. Um, you know what I mean? So but if you're gonna get there at eight, I told them you'll see a lot more. But if you don't, don't worry about it. You've got these three things set for sure. Um, so there's good and bad. Um, I haven't uh, had a chance to experience it personally yet, so on my next trip, I will definitely be given a more personal opinion of it. But uh, I think it's good as far as being able to plan things out. The problem is most people don't know what they're doing. And so, yeah. you know, I, I, I'll give you an example. If you just go on to – if you're a, a brand-new person, you're not using a travel agent – you're not, you don't have a touring plan. You just know that your friend told you that you need to ride Peter Pan and you need to ride Splash Mountain you need to ride Space Mountain. That's all you know. When you go to book your Fast Passes, you click on those three rides or those three attractions and Disney says, okay, here's three options for you. You can do 11, 12, and 1. You can do 5, 6, and 7. Or you can do you know, uh, 330, 430, and 530, whatever. Whatever it is they give you. And you pick which one of those you like the best. Most people don't even know that you can go back and change that if you want. Mm -hmm. They just stick with that, and then they're, now they're stuck with three fast passes that are taken into three different sizes, uh, three different areas of the park, um, at three different times of the day. Hmm. So it's you know what I mean. So if you don't know what you're doing, it's it's got to be uh, frustrating once you actually get to the park. Well, you know, and that, you know? yeah, that's a great point because I mean, when we went, uh, my wife and I are, are, are in our early forties. Um, my child's four. We went my my wife's grandmother, who's eighty one, and got around very well. And my parents were in their sixties. So guess who was on the cell phone the entire time, making all the changes and and whatever fast passing. And that's a, it's a great because I mean now like you can't just send your kids over. Hey, little, you know, go go ahead, put the card in the machine, and come back with the tickets or you know whatever. Mm -hmm. You can't um let your kids do it. The older people they're not going to be able to. They don't know how to do it. Yeah. So I mean, it always falls on on the younger ones to kind of pick up the slack because I mean, older people just you know they don't really want to get involved in that. They don't want to have to learn anything new like that so that's a great point um because yeah I, I know that i was the one responsible for whether or not we made this ride or that ride no one else wanted to even go near it and deal, have to learn yeah, it yeah they didn't want to deal with it right so i wonder how uh, much so, like i said from my perspective as a travel agent i think it's i'm not going to say it's a good system but i think that it can benefit more people uh if you help them do it right but Again, I mean, if you're just the average Joe that's just going to show up and, and, and just pick three fast passes before you go, you don't know what side of the park that rides on. You don't know what you're going to have to do a lot of research. So um, I think it's, it's an okay system it's, if, if, you've, if you know what you're doing, but if you don't know what you're doing, you could really mess it up good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could really I think make it's a mess taking out the spontaneity out of the whole vacation, also oh. personally. That's what I'm hearing. Thank yeah. you. That's what I'm hearing. Every, everything you have to plan to the T, and and yeah. then and then people who are not familiar with where they need to go, mull it over, look at maps, change it, did it, it, it. It's it's just taking the spontaneity and some of the fun out of it personally. Yeah, you can't. Think. You're right. You can't just explore anymore. You can't start in a land and experience. You'd say, oh, there's a fast pass machine. Let me yeah. go get it. Okay, I have to come back in 45 minutes. No big deal. Let me go on this other attraction. 
And that's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about with all the walking, that you do more walking now than you ever did before because you can't just go into a land like, let's see, I'll, I'll try Jungle Cruise and I'll go across and see the Tiki Berta. It's like, oh, no, can't. Got a fast pass going in 20 minutes. Let's go. We got to go. We got to hurry up. Right. We got to get to the other side of the park. Come on. You know, so that does, it's a lot more walking. I mean, and this kind of brought up something, and we don't have time to get into it today, but this is a topic I, I would like to discuss. Is Disney bulletproof at this point? Is there is there one bad thing? Like, cause to me, now, you're in the fence, Kev, because you hadn't experienced it. Right. Sean's on the fence because he's figured out a couple of ways to deal with it. Lee's on the fence because it benefits him as a travel agent. But, I mean, am I interpreting this right, Lee? You're kind of on the fence. You haven't come out for or against, right? Right. I, my, my, my view on this and life in general is that, hey, this is what it is, and you got to deal with it. So whether we like the old system better or not, doesn't matter this is what it is and now you, you just need to learn to work the system so um but if i had my choice i'd go back to the old system okay so sean's opinion hey. is our opinion doesn't matter yeah. i mean no, Sean, no, i'm sorry Lee. <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> yeah it, the mouse doesn't care what you think this is hey, what you forget, have don't forget they're making money off these magic bands if you have to buy one it's 12 dollars, and you should see the amount of people oh, buying yeah. these little sticky things uh, to put on them oh yeah the covers fall yeah. off so easily yeah. God. And up to $30 if you want like a special limited edition, you know, Haunted Mansion, whatever, 50th anniversary band. Uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> hey, you ready for some more conspiracy theory? Yes. I got one last thing. So I don't know if you guys are know the technology in the Magic Band. I'm an electrical engineer, so I understand a little bit. So there's a short range RFID and a long range RFID. Mm-hmm. So they can actually see you technically. I don't know if anybody's watching, but they can see you moving around the parks. Mm-hmm. And for example, I put, I have, I have, well, probably more magic bands than I should have, but that's another story in a backpack. And there, let's just say there might be a free way to get into the parking lot if you know <laughs> the ropes. And uh, I can imagine this big screen with this big map of Disney, and then they say, Oh, there's the fish Sean Wu family. Let's watch them go to this detour so they can get into the <laughs> parking lot for saving $17 free. Wow, they did it again every weekend. They keep coming up at around the same time, and they're watching these little LEDs on a map. I, I, ah. I imagine this big blob of LEDs blipping around the map as they're watching. Yeah, at rope drop, they all go to mine train. <laughs> Sean hasn't moved in a while. He might be taking a sh- <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's in the bathroom. Oh, wait, yeah. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> I'll bleep that out. It's all right. No, but yeah, no, that is scary that they can t- actually. Well, here another. So we went, like I said, to Hollywood Studios this uh, this weekend, and uh, I brought a, a new annual pass holder, and I was kind of showing him a little, you know, how which rides to go on first and all that with his two daughters. So uh, on uh, Aerosmith, they have the um, Danny. You might, I don't know if you went on it on your last trip, but they have the. Um, the pictures right and now you have to have the memory maker card and if you have a memory maker card you hold it up against the tv there's a little uh like place where you hold the card there yeah. and i guess it downloads it to your card yeah my buddy was trying to put his magic band up there and the cast member said oh you don't need to do that if you have a magic band we already know who you are and your yes. picture's already on your oh magic yeah band. absolutely so, th- I, so from scanning in at the beginning of the line to scanning on right before you get on the ride you could change your position on the ride you know however many times they know exactly what car you were in and know exactly what you look, you look like and what picture you uh, is associated with your magic band. Sean, that's kind of, that's kind of scary. Sean, you see that with the, with those seven dwarfs mind train, we got out of there. I'm like, Where, where's our picture? I want to, I want to see the kiosk where our picture is on it. And my favorite character is dopey. I love dopey. Yeah. So I'm like, I want a t-shirt. Well, you walk out of there, you walk right off the ride. You walk right into the park. There is no 
place for you to see a TV of what your picture looks like or for you to buy a t-shirt unless you go to the, the 100 acres uh, goods or whatever goods, it is across yeah. the way. Um, but And I asked the woman, I was like, how do y'all know? How do y'all know? Uh, like, I want a picture. I want the, me and my daughter just wrote it. I want the, oh, sir, we, you got a magic band yet? We already have it. How? <laughs> it's magic. I, I can't figure that it's one magic. out. It's magic. It's magic. She said, magic. as the exact words, it's magic. It, it that's all, and probably she didn't know it. Uh, I bet you Sean could probably give her a lesson in RFID chips and stuff. But, but I mean, not only did they know it, not only did they have our picture, they had a ride video of us. Yeah, on there, so they know where you're at. So yeah, I, you don't have to scan anything these days. I I I, I texted Lee about that while we're on the trip. Do I need to scan anything or do? And Lee was like, "Well, I don't think so, but maybe just to be sure, you scan it." They had it. They had it all. They knew who was in my party. They gave me everybody's pictures. Everybody, if they had the scan, right. they they knew. Uh, it's a it, it does kind of feel a little Big Brotherish, it, it, you know, no doubt about it. Oh, it's absolutely. So I have a question for the guys who've been in the parks. Um, have y'all seen or sensed uh, levels of aggravation dealing with the yes. fast pan thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, the, I went. Uh, I don't know. A couple weeks after the magic bands came out, and the kiosk lines were ridiculous. Uh -huh. They were ridiculous, and people were complaining, and uh, it was it was miserable for the people that didn't know what they were doing. Of course, now a lot more people know what they're supposed to do. Book the magic or book the fast passes in advance. So I think the uh, it's probably not quite as bad. But when this first all rolled out. And they only rolled it out on a limited basis. Right. Um, I have some pictures on my my Twitter page of the the kiosks, and I mean there was like a forty five yeah. minute to sixty minute wait just to get to book your magic your fast passes. It was yeah. ridiculous. I remember you posting those pictures, man. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, and also uh, we were in line. Me and Lily were in line for the Jungle Cruise, and there was a guy, a couple guys behind us, and every single time someone showed up in that fast pass line shut down the standby line we got to get him and his whole family in here right yep and they were losing their mind because the line said 15 minutes when you got on there 30 minutes later we're still in the standby line right and they're losing their minds because every single time i even heard uh you know we were on the bus and somebody said that they were complaining because they wanted to go to a different park yeah and they they like why can't i use them? and one of the cast members told them and maybe one of the lesser trained cast members told them well you can't switch between parks well once you're in one park and, and you've you know had a yeah. fast pass you can't use it in another park they're like why and they're like well disney wants to know where you are so we can better serve you well, is, that what, <laughs> is that what they said that's i hand to god that's what the guy said on, oh, the, okay. on the bus i overheard the conversation you could you could feel the tension was palpable right be like that All right okay yeah yeah yeah. interesting yeah i'm curious because I'm, I'm wondering if uh, I'm, I'm sure i'm gonna see it <laughs> Especially if it's if it's even more crowded than it was when you were down there, so oh, I'm curious to see. Guaranteed, guaranteed. You're gonna see it, dude. You're gonna you're gonna be like you're gonna spend more time on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> like texting us, being like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe I'm still sitting here." Trust me, it's oh, I can't wait to see how it goes for you. How many yeah. days are you gonna be there? I'll be there Saturday to Saturday. Friday, yeah, Saturday. Oh Friday wow, Saturday. you're gonna be a week. Yeah, we'll be there for about a week. Yeah. So maybe, it'll it'll uh after monday it'll be pretty low i i would imagine wednesday yeah. i think this weekend's gonna be tough up and through president's day but right wednesday and thursday is your best shot plan those to be magic kingdom days yeah yeah yeah. i got the, i got those set so mm -hmm. we're good to go mardi gras i forgot what we're doing mardi gras day i don't know I going, to, going to port orleans have and some beignets it, well no <laughs> <laughs> you know i i, I uh, thought about doing that just to see how the beignets are 
You Cause, should. Because I went to the Ralph Brennan's kitchen out in Disneyland. That's in downtown Disney. And I had some of the yeah. vineyards. It's like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's close. It's closer than some places I've seen, but you know, whatever. So I've, you know, I've always wanted to go over Portal and just to check that out as well as check out what this, the piano dude, I forgot his name. Um, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. I just thought of it and yeah, I just lost it. I'll think of it in a Oh, minute. what's his name? I keep on wanting to say Calico Jack and that's not his freaking name. No. <laughs> Yeehaw Bob. Yeehaw Bob. Yeehaw thank Bob. you. Yes, I win. Calico Jack. <laughs> Boy, stay, stay on the lookout for the uh, the new adventures of Calico Jack. He's going to be <laughs> Indiana Jones's cousin. Yeah. Uh, Magic our way. Uh, Copyright. Copyright. Yes, yeah, 2015. There you. there you go. I like it. Well, but, let me ask you this, guys. Just to, to finalize this. Yeah. If you had the choice and you had either the new system, the FastPass Plus, or no fast passes at all. Everyone just gets there and gets in line. What would you choose? Everyone gets there and gets in line. That's what I would choose too, I think. I think it's the more democratic system. I would I do would, that. Or, I would keep the fast pass actually. Yeah. I would do yeah. that or you have to pay for fast pass. Just say no. like, like now you're opening a, a universal whole system. Can of worms. I, I would absolutely you're pretty much there as it is. If you if you're saying deluxe gets more fast passes than moderate, which gets more fast passes than uh value, which gets more fast passes than APs, I mean you're pretty much already there. Just which to clarify, that's not what happens, but that's just No, 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 that's, yeah. That's chat. Yeah, that's that's just, if that's where we're going, I'm trying to say. If we're projecting yeah. forward. Yeah, because, you, you know, I, I say uh, everybody just gets in line because I remember the days when, you know, uh, when, and I feel like an old dude. No, oh, remember the days <laughs> when we used to go commando in the parks and go clockwise around and rode everything. You know, that's what we did with my parents and yeah. stuff. And so, I, you know, yeah, there was weights and stuff and everything else. I don't know if that would, I don't, is going commando and not underwear, but is going commando in the parks even possible anymore? Yes. No? Is it? Yeah, no. I do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah. If you get, I I got a pretty good sequence at Magic Kingdom. We can get in and out of there and go on just about everything. My kids are uh, seven, thirteen, so we don't do the characters or anything like right. that. But okay, we can get out of there. Like what we do is we get our ma- our fast passes for the mountains. Right. And then um, if we get mine train, we get it as a fast pass. We're never going to wait in line, and it's great because rope drop. You watch, it's called, I don't know what they call it, the Mine Train Marathon. The whole, everybody that's at Rope Drop goes right to Mine Train, leaving all of mm. Fantasyland open. You can knock that that out in the first 45 minutes. and That's cool. Then it, while they're in Fantasyland, you're elsewhere, and you can be out of there by two. Well, but, but I mean, let's just clarify for a minute. When, when, when you say go commando, I'm, I'm assuming you start off at one point and you move your way through the park. Yeah, you, you pretty much hit as, as, as everything hit in everything. the parks. Yeah, you hit everything right. in the oh, park. Oh, I thought you got you had to wear camo and bring guns. All right. I, I missed it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. No, gotta, well, yeah, if you, you brought guns, no yeah, underwear. you're going to go in everything. That's going commando. <laughs> yeah. And no underwear. Yeah. <laughs> With Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or whatever. Uh, what, what we do is we go to. Going uh, Peter commando P- means you bring Ray Don Chong with you. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> what a reference. <laughs> you know, Alyssa Milano's your daughter. Yeah. Okay, I'm so, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, go Sean, ahead. Sorry, Sean. Go ahead. Oh no. Uh, we. J- I just was going to say that usually what we do at, for Magic Kingdom is uh, everybody will go to Mind Train. So we do Peter Pan. Yeah. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I can't remember. Little Mermaid. Uh, Barnstormer, and then we head oh. on, on over to uh, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. 
do frontier land and then all of our fast passes are for uh, buzz lightyear space mountain and then uh, one of the one of the big thunder mountain usually so mm-hmm. but you still it works cr- out pretty well you're crisscrossing the park though right well, I, we, yeah, we, we do that. We do a loop kind of around. We start at Peter Pan and kind of go around Mine Train and then head on over to Haunted Mansion, go through that little alleyway in Adventureland, do Pirates, uh, Jungle Cruise, and then head to uh, Big Thunder, Splash Mountain, and then end at Tomorrowland. We take that little train or whatever it is. Yeah. So the moral of the story is... Just if you, if you uh, go Sean every weekend, you. you can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> no, the moral is look up Sean when you get there, and he'll he'll guide you. He'll be your he'll be your personal plaid guide <laughs> through the through the parks. Especially, oh, you can hire yourself out, Sean. There you go. I, I've actually done it. Really? So people ask me. Yeah, yeah. Mostly people who work. Um, I don't do it for free. I do it for I or I don't. I do it for free. I do it for for lunch. Hmm. So oh, yeah, that's, like, that's cool. Too. A couple of my buddies, they're you know they got little kids, and I let them not figured out for a couple of days and they're like, how the hell do you go there every weekend? And I said, Oh, you just got to go in the right sequence. So you take me down there, take me down there. Okay. You, you take me down there. I'll walk you guys around. And they're like, Oh my gosh, we would have never figured this out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me buy you dinner. <laughs> lunch, 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 lunch. Okay. The counter fish- service, uh, table service. What do you get? Yeah. Turkey legs. Fun. <laughs> really? Do you, so wait, do you like the turkey leg? I work with these guys. I don't want to, you know, get them too. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> So, so, so you enjoy the turkey leg? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all right. Yeah, I have to see. Danny just drew a picture of me with a turkey leg, so now I have to try it again. Oh, will you stop? I mean, it, it's it's tough. I mean, to draw a pork shank is tough because well, no. people just assume it's a turkey leg. Well, this will make me uh, try the turkey leg again. Not to go <laughs> off on a tangent, but you know, it's been like at least over a decade since I've had the one of those damn things. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I, I'm going to give it a shot again. Provided the line's not long. Usually when I go to that cart in freaking uh, Frontierland, that line is ridiculous. Well, you know, it's not my fault that you chose like in a very obscure thing for your... The lamb shank? Yes. Like the the pork shank, shank is, a, is... It's a little... Like you draw a piece of meat in somebody's hand and... Uh, uh, wait, that, that you draw that meat in with a bone. Right. Hold up. <laughs> you, you draw a piece of meat like, like from Zelda or they're something. They're just going <laughs> to assume it's a turkey leg. I'm just saying. That's fine. That's fine. I'm good. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it on this trip. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a turkey leg. Okay. I'll take a picture. Have you guys of it. heard the rumor that if you go there and cluck like a turkey, you get a free turkey leg? One yeah, per hour? I heard. About I've heard that. that yes. <laughs> uh, I thought that they ended up. What they said was was that yes, you have the discretion to give away like one or two a, a week or something. I've, or, I've seen quite a few people doing that, and nobody walked away with a turkey leg. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Okay, I just missed all that. I, I got disconnected. Oh, no. We were what? talking about turkey legs. Yeah, He was gone? I guess so. I didn't realize it. Hey, Kevin, I got some bad news <laughs> yeah. for you. You got bad news? What's yeah. up? The Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend is February 19th to the 22nd. So, oh, damn. This used to be a slow time, but now they're bringing all these princesses in to run a half marathon. Oh, that'd the be good fab- news is you get to look at a bunch of running chicks. <laughs> or a bunch of fabulous guys <laughs> which won't be any different if i stayed home for mardi gras to be honest you know but uh oh wow so your, so day, your days to go to the park are probably tuesday <laughs> through thursday i would imagine yeah yeah okay that works uh, i'm good with yeah, that i've actually got a i've got a client going to run the princess half this she's i'm just chatting i'm actually chatting her with her right now making sure she got her magic bands and all that stuff see ladies and gentlemen lee lastovica doing travel agent work while he's podcasting how you like that double duty man double duty man you gotta, you gotta uh, i'm love versatile him. i'm versatile yes he, he is 
So anyway, a- any last thoughts regarding this whole FastPass Plus system? I think we uh, issued our opinions and whatever else, but is there any like parting words that we want to impart to the listeners of the Magic? Why don't you guys refer to it as a FastPass Minus system from now on? FastPass <laughs> fast <laughs> Minus. My, my final thoughts, I can't say on. <laughs> I can't say on this podcast. It could be about as bad as CD Plus R or CD Minus R. What? Um, nah. That is What's a CD? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> what is vinyl? What's a 45? 78? What the hell? Um, so anyway, yeah. Well, cool, man. Uh, well, Sean, I just thank you very much for coming on the show this week. We definitely oh, appreciate it. No problem. It. it was a lot of fun. Sean, is there any, uh, anything you want the listeners to know as far as if you know if you want to, they want to get in touch with you or if they have something to follow or you have a website or blog or anything? Yeah, or? You want to no, I'm just Fish Sean Wu on Twitter, Sean, S-E-A-N. Yeah, and he will so. teach you secrets for lunch. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of there course. you go. Yeah, there you heard it. Heard, There's heard a couple first. tricks out there, but I don't want to give them out to the millions and millions of your listeners because that then Disney will close the loophole. Yeah, That's let's right. Not, let's not do that. Sean yeah. will turn a trick for some food. Oh <laughs> no, no, actually, I won't. What? <laughs> oh um, wait, no, wait, no, I didn't is. mean that. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> a, lunch, a lunch trick. There you go. All right, yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, thanks, Sean. We appreciate it, man. And so uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye, guys. Bye, Sean. Bye. Yes, well, we've come to the end of another show. And so I want to just go ahead and thank uh, Sean Wu for coming on the show, man, at Fish Out. Thank you again. I definitely appreciate it. And hopefully you guys got a little something out of that discussion. Definitely uh, another thorough discussion regarding the whole Fast Pass Plus situation. And so, of course, you could probably tell listeners that we recorded that one a little bit before everything else. But I don't want to ruin the magic or peel back the curtain or anything else, you know, like like the Wizard of Oz or something. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of obvious that we, we recorded that or, uh, before. But, you know, no big deal. The information's still pretty good. Not pretty good. It's actually really good. You know, it's still apropos as well. So hopefully we'd love well, to hear. Well, you've come back from you've come back from Disney World since then. Is the information still good? Yeah, the information. Would you, would you still go great. by what we discussed? I would definitely go by what y'all discuss. It's definitely interesting okay. um, to see that. Actually, we had, we had recorded that show before I took off on the trip, and then when I got down there, I was able to kind of see it all in action. It was it was interesting. It was definitely uh, that's what I was thinking in the back of my head. So we'd love to hear you y'all's. Um, uh, opinions on our topic for today uh, definitely shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com and in fact why don't you just go to our website man magicourway.com and you could find everything that deals with the Magic Our Way podcast universe so you can find us all our links to our social media stuff so if you want to take care of stuff there we also got our phone number up you, that you can leave a voicemail or speak pipe widget that kind of hangs out on the side of the website uh, kind of peeking at you, say, hey, man, use me. Go ahead and click <laughs> on me. You know you want to leave the guy, the boys a message, so why not just go ahead and do it? Uh, but anyway, yeah, there's everything you want to deal with in Magic Our Way is there, uh, even past episodes. And I'll be reposting our first few episodes once I get the uh, actual new theme music going, uh, not the stuff that you heard today on today's show. Uh, that was That's just a little bit historical, ha-ha, funny, funny, <laughs> cheesiness. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, come back, check the website. We're always going to be posting something. Um, so, yeah, that, that's where you can find anything to do with the Magic RA podcast. So, anyway, uh, Lee, um, again, thank you for coming on our show, man. You know, won't you do a quick recap of how the listeners can get in touch with you? Okay. Well, as always, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate uh, you guys taking time out of your day to 
to include me and um, help promote uh, my business. And uh, hopefully the listeners got a, a good show out of it. Uh, you can reach me. Uh, my agency, again, is You've Got a Friend in Lee. Uh, you can reach me directly at 832-570-5490. You can email me at lee at mmvagent.com. You can find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash travel L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Um, so, yeah, stop on by. Check out the page. I appreciate you guys' support. And uh, looking forward to maybe seeing some of you guys in November for food and wine. Have a little meetup or something. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And if you do, man, we, we'll definitely get some field reports going then. Um, last but not least, man, we thank you guys for listening. We pre- and we know I have a, a plethora now of Disney podcasts that you can listen to. And we uh, are humbled at the fact that you have made us part of your life, at least one of the options that you like to listen to for Disney stuff. Uh, man, if you like the show or if you don't, you know, that's fine, too. But, man, leave us a review and rating on iTunes or whatever platform you use to download a show, whether it be Stitcher or Blueberry or whatever. But, yeah, man, definitely leave us a rating and a review because it does nothing but help us. You know, uh, people can find us. Uh, it keeps us relevant. You know, just it, that's that's it doesn't take a long uh, time to do. You just a little bit out of your life, and just uh, you know, g- give us a, give us a rating. You know, let us know how we're doing, or how you like the show. Let people know what it's all about. Um, put your little click on however many stars you think we earn, and you know that'd be great. So uh, we definitely appreciate it. And uh, no, we were not nominated for a podcast award. It's okay. But we didn't really uh, uh, promote it either. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We have other big, bigger things to fry um, in, in, our, in our worlds here. So maybe one day in the future, who knows, we'll see. But, you know, that's not something uh, that I have in my scopes. But so be it. If it lands in our laps, yay. If not, then I, I'm, I keep, we keep rolling, man. We're still going to be recording. We're still going to be here. But again, it was a two-week vacation. That did yeah, it, really. it was a two-week vacation to kill us, but, you know. <laughs> you know, we were nominated. That That's the truth of the matter. We were nominated, but you can't take two consecutive uh, days off in a row, and that's right. we did. So, oh, well. Oh, well. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening. We definitely appreciate it. Um, so, once again, thank you, Lee, for coming on the show. And, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, and my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And Magic out. <laughs>